This is Friday, November 24th. I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving celebration. Each year around Thanksgiving time, I love returning to this story. You ever heard the story of the first Thanksgiving the pilgrims had in the New World? We've heard the story of the pilgrims and their arrival on the shores of New England. The first Thanksgiving was born of great pain and loss. In the winter after the pilgrims arrived in 1620, 45 of the 102 passengers on the ship died. At one point, there were only seven people who were well enough to serve the rest who were sick. The governor died and a new one was appointed. The new governor's wife also died. He grieved through that first painful year. But at the harvest of the fall of 1621, there was a celebration of the goodness of God. Add to that, a miracle had taken place even before they arrived. You see, 12 years before the pilgrims landed, in the year 1608, an English ship arrived where the Mayflower would drop anchor in 1620. That English ship was a trading vessel looking for the opportunity to trade goods with the Native Americans, the friendly Patoxet people. But the English had other ideas, and they captured several braves and sold them into slavery in Spain when they returned to Europe. One of those braves was a man named Tisquantum. He came to be called Squanto. He was bought by Spanish monks, and when he was able to gain his freedom, he went to England. Of course, more than anything else, he wanted to return to his own people. So in 1618, the door was opened for him to return by way of another English ship. He would work as an interpreter and in return would receive one-way passage back home. The story comes full circle when after that horrible winter of 1620, when the pilgrims left the ship in the spring of 1621, they were greeted by a Native American who spoke almost perfect English. (laughs) Can you imagine that? And he could teach the pilgrims how to grow crops and make the best use of the new land. He also taught them to fish and also catch lobster. They took him in as one of their own people. And the truth that the knowledge he, of the knowledge he passed on to them made it possible for them to survive and gain a foothold in that new land. This is how God provided for them and the true story that led to the first Thanksgiving celebration after that harvest in 1621. Here's our scripture reading for today. It comes from Psalm 104, verse 24 to 28. How many are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There the ships go to and fro, and Leviathan, which you form, to frolic there. All creatures look to you to give them their food at the proper time. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. Now, as we hear the story of the first Thanksgiving, likely we don't see all the ways God has provided for us, even without our asking, and God preparing things even before we showed up. 
that God is always working for our good. He's always way ahead of us, preparing the way. That psalm is beautiful in that it describes how all the animals are dependent on the Lord. Yes, they find they might find water and forage for food, but it's the Lord who has made it all possible. And the earth is full of the Lord's creatures, and they look to the Lord for their food to be provided in the proper time. But do we have this perspective? Do we see that the Lord is the one behind the bounty that lies before us? When we see this, we add to our full stomachs and hearts full of joy and thanksgiving. The Lord has satisfied us with good things. Let's pray. I will sing of you, O Lord, as long as I live. I rejoice in your steadfast love. Fill us with joy this day that so, so that we might add gratitude to the celebration. We honor and worship you. We lift your name on high. And pray in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm.